Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title for better than, get this, 31 years. And today, we're going to have a couple of guests, folks. We'll talk with Hall of Fame promoter Frank Warren. That's right, Frank Warren, the man that sort of uh, revolutionized boxing, brought it into the digital age. I kid you not. His boxing channel, you uh, uh, Box Nation, excuse me, Box Nation is like the only boxing channel in the entire world. And it comes out of the UK and it's going to other countries now, maybe land up in the US, probably not with people like Time Warner and all these other big cable companies like Comcast and Viacom and that kind of good stuff. But I think he's going, he's on the right track. He's bringing boxing to the digital edge in a digital manner. Guys don't want to do that. We'll talk with Frank Warren in depth. Guess who else is here? Just for a minute, Sergey Kovalev, the crusher. The unbeaten, what's he now, 28 no, something like that, 24, 21, oh, 23 knockouts. Anyway, I'm talking about the world light heavyweight champion. Bonafide, unbeaten, a knockout killer. Going to fight Andre Ward in 2016, possibly. He can get by his January 30, 31st date with Gene Pascal. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tower of Power to the break. Don't forget, you ought to be having fun. Sports fans, it's time to take football to a whole new level. Put the excitement back in the game and put your money where your mouth is. Real Vegas odds and incredible player props make MyBookie your best bet this season. Did the game already go off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie offers in-game live betting on all your favorite sporting events. Create your account today. Right now, the baseball playoffs are in full swing. Don't just watch the game, be a part of it. It's time to get off the sidelines and start winning today. We guarantee Fast, convenient payouts over the phone or online. MyBookie is the best website for all of your wagering needs. Call now at 844-900-BETS. Enter promo code USA, that's USA, and receive a 100% bonus. That's 844-900-2387. Or go online to MyBookie.lv to open an account and start winning today. Only the biggest, only the best, only at MyBookie. Sign up today. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website 
for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Hardest hustle anything is boxing, though. I don't know what you do for a living, but pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your eyes. I watched one fight. Roy Jones got hit so hard, my TV moved. He was asleep like he got knocked out of the club. The ref was like 241. 242. Roy was snoring. He was really knocked out. He was laying there so long, they had to start another fight. Roy was still there. Fighters had to dance around Roy. The Great Earthquake. So I'm about, I guess, two months ago, back on TV trying to do some minuscule TV series, but he was on HBO then. Does the clubs. Uh, once in a while he comes to Frisco. Pretty good guy to watch. Entertaining for about an hour and 15 minutes. I mean, talk about an hour and 15 minutes of chuckling. I went and saw Bobby Slayton last week, and he rolled for almost an hour and a half. It was the early show, Friday night at the Punchline in the city by the bay, San Francisco. I've been watching Bobby there since, like, 1981. He says 77. I think his years are off, but... Who am I to argue with the pit bull of comedy, okay? But the bottom line is we spent some time together last week, enjoyed having him on the show. It was good being around, sort of brought back old times, you know, Alex Bennett, some of the old Steve Pearl, some of the old comics we used to go back and forth with here in the city, by the way. I mean, San Francisco is where stand-up comedy really got its start. I know the improv and things like that in New York, but out here in San Francisco is where the grassroots of comedy really was here in parts of New York, but out here even more than New York. And the bottom line is, we had a great comedy scene. Of course, it's all scattered now. Alex Bennett being in New York, Slayton living in New York, uh, L.A., and everybody else is just like either dead or passed on. Of course, Robin Williams taking his own life a year ago straight up. He was a guy, and of course, Bobby talked about that, uh, that when we would go to clubs, he would steal other people's material. I mean, he would steal other guys' material. Robin Williams, right, the guy that whacked himself, Mork and Mindy, 
the uh, star of all those, you know, those, those Oscar-winning films and all that kind of good stuff. He stole material from Steve Pearl and a number of other guys, and Slayton sort of explained how he sort of wouldn't steal things. He would sort of absorb them, and then 15, later, 15 minutes later, Robin would think that he was the one that thought of that. But, wow, straight up talking comedy just for a second. Back to boxing, of course. Jermaine Charlo last night, good-looking 154-pounder, ranked number two by the IBF. They call him the Iron Man, Jermell Charlo, 27-0 now, 12 wax. Six-round TKO went over uh, Joaquin Alkine, 35-8-2, 21-KOs. I mean, I think the eight was sort of indicative that uh, having seven losses coming in, there was probably a good chance he was going to have loss number eight. But that was Saturday night, the NRG Arena in Houston, Texas. I believe that was on the NBC Sports Channel. Got to go with that. I mean, this is hap- NBC Sports Network. It's happening. You got to go to this. You've got some good fights there. Al Heyman's putting fights on cable TV. And, of course, the boxing establishment, and I'll talk about that in the next break, but I was with the boxing establishment, per, per se, this week in Orlando, Florida, at the WBO convention. It'll be interesting to get their spin, and I'll give you their spin on Al Heyman and his move to take over boxing, or at least a, a significant portion of it, to try to control it here in the U.S. of A. And why? Because a lot of the boxing establishment <laughs> were sleeping. Anyway, Charlo's still looking good, ranked number two. We'll see what he does at 154. I don't know if he's a future star or not, but they're handling him like he is. He's built well, and he's got decent skills. So uh, I don't know how far he's going to go, but we'll see. Unbeaten, take the bat, super, uh, super welterweight, another 154-pounder. Tony Harrison, 21-1, 18 wax, a one-sided 10-round decision winner over Cecil McKenzie. Is he still around? Cincy McCallia. Cincy McCallia, 23-7 kills. Yeah, McKenzie, he'd have to be like 90. Anyway, Harrison swept the uh, first 10 rounds straight up, and that was just the way it went, 190 on these scorecards. Um, straight up, we had a pretty slow week in the world of boxing. I mean, there's some other fights on TV, but upcoming next week, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, HBO's coming back with Tim Bradley. Tim Bradley looking good. Tim Bradley and Brandon Rios. And Bradley's got something he really wants to prove. He wants to prove that he's he's a notch better than than Pacquiao. And he should have got the flight with Floyd Mayweather and not Manny Pacquiao and things like that. But, you know, timing is everything. And Tim Bradley lost at the wrong time. Anyway, um, of course, he beat Manny Pacquiao once. That was controversial. Brandon Rios, uh, another guy that fought Manny Pacquiao. These guys are like the Manny Pacquiao retreads here. Anyway, they're going in. November the 7th, HBO, of course, that's uh, 9.30 in East, 6.30 in the West. Good fight. I think it's a great fight because both guys want to come forward. Bradley wants to uh, impose his will on guys, and Brandon Rios' whole style is all about imposing his will. In fact, he if he can't impose his will, uh, he may go down in flames. That's the way I look at it. Tim Bradley's a slight favorite here, or pretty good, probably about two and a half, maybe a three-to-one favorite. Anyway, Vasil Lomachenko, that outstanding amateur, the WBO 126-pound champion, of course, Lost that one fight when Orlando Salido just, like, gained all kinds of weight and just beat him up. And, you know, I know you guys say that, that weight classes don't count and, you know, a few pounds is nothing. Oh, what's a few pounds? Pedro, what's a few pounds? That's what everybody says. Yeah, until they fight somebody as far as uh, on an even keel and, and body mass against body mass. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, that's why they have divisions between 112 and 115 and 108 and 112 because there is a difference in size between a guy 108 pounds that shrinks down to 108, and a guy that shrinks down to 112. That's just the way it is. Women as well. I mean, it's, it's sorry, that's just the way it is. Bottom line is, uh, Lomachenko now at 126, no, having, no longer having to fight Salido like at 140 pounds. Salido walked in the ring like 140, 140 plus pounds that night and just mugged Lomachenko and ended up winning a decision. But Lomachenko now the WBO featherweight title holder, 126, one loss, taking on Romilo Casaya. And this figures to be a good fight. But, you know, Lomachenko... 
two-time world champion on top of his game, folks. I mean, I think he's on top of his game. I think, you know, some people say that, well, you know, he lost. Yeah, but he lost to a bigger guy, a stronger guy. He was mugged. He's an amateur coming out of the amateur. Coming out of the amateurs only had like four or five fights before he took this guy on, and I think it was a little bit much too soon. But if they were to fight again, and they were to fight it, you know, both coming in at 126 and things like that, uh, I don't know if I'd want to fight him if I was if I, if I was Lomachenko, and I tell you why because some guys just have your number. Orlando Salida just might have your number, much like you know Vernon Forrest had Shane Mosley's number. And, and, yeah, seriously, I mean that's just the way it is. I'm sorry when guys got your number, they got your number. Open, speaking of number, we have open phone lines coast to coast one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. That's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. My former broadcast partner. From uh, many, many telecasts we did across the country as far as radio and television, boxing and not boxing and general sports, all kinds of crazy stuff. Charles J. will join me next week. He'll join me on this show and he'll join me on the Saturday night, of course, Sports Overnight America, the weekend edition, where I take the role of Johnny Taco. And, of course, Johnny Taco and his All-Stars rule for two hours on Saturday night at 10 p.m. Pacific. I'm right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, AFN Radio, iTunes, Stitcher.com, all over the place. Bottom line is, we have fun, and we combine comedy with sports. We laugh. We have a good time. We poke fun at people. We make fun of people. This is what's good. Great radio show. Probably couldn't get away with doing that in the early mornings, but we can late night. Check us out, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Saturday night, Johnny Talkman is all size. Sports Overnight America, the weekend edition. Open phone lines, coast to coast, 1-800-878-7529. It's 1-800-878-7529. And Cuddy tells me i got to give the Skype line more because I'm not giving it enough. So I'm giving it up one more time. The Skype line, the digital entrance to the uh, Sports Byline Studio is Sports Byline and the number two. That's right. Sports Byline and then two. The number two. You are tuned to Sports Byline, iHeartRadio Series, XM Satellite Radio, Cable Radio Network Channel 2, as I said, iTunes, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, iHeart, all kinds of different levels, folks. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and Junior Walker and the All-Stars. Struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. 
I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242-800-614-1242-800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Would it bother you much if I worked a little longer? Just for the door closed when you leave. Thank you. If there's magic in boxing, it's the magic of fighting battles beyond endurance. Beyond cracked ribs, ruptured kidneys, and detached retinas. It's the magic of risking everything for a dream that nobody sees but you. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. <laughs> I'm going to like you. I'm going to hang you, but I'm going to like you. Remember I told you about the boxing establishment, how I spent some time with them this week in Orlando, Florida, the WBO convention where various members of the boxing establishment in the house. To them, 
I have this message. It's a message I wrote in the WBO program for the 20th Annual Convention. Of course, 29 is going to be in San Juan, Puerto Rico in October 2016. Can't wait for that. But wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more backward thinking. Time for thinking ahead. The boxing world has changed so very much from what it used to be. But there's still so much hatred, war, and poverty. When the late Teddy Pendergrass laid those lyrics to vinyl in 1975, boxing was enjoying the last run of Muhammad Ali. Fights were on network TV, both ABC and CBS, as well as NBC. And even the most diehard, and I mean the biggest boxing fans in the world, maybe they'd pay once or twice a year to watch a fight on closed circuit TV and theaters and or bars, okay? And pay-per-view, you know, this tape pay-per-view thing, it's been money in the bank for promoters. And then that's why they sort of shied away from network TV. They allowed network TV to get away. As it turned out, the boxing establishment soon learned that even with small pay-per-view productions, they were making uh, piles of incoming cash, folks. I mean, piles of it. The boxing world seemingly trumps uh, where money trumps everything. It really does. Like for a mini school, say a pay-per-view of 20,000 homes at 50 bucks a pop, that's a million dollars for the promotion and the TV provider to split. Big money, right? Anyway, Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns, that was the first fight. That was the uh, first home pay-per-view back in 1981. But by 1990, or nine years after that first epic fight, of course, the battle for the World Welterweight Championship, September ni- Championship, September of 1981, Leonard winning a TKO in 14 rounds when referee Davy Pearl stopped Tommy Hearns against the ropes. Anyway, that was the first ever residential pay-per-view, a limited pay-per-view here in the United States that was brought to you by Dan Duva, the uh, main events pioneer. Of course, his, hus- his, his wife, Kathy Duva, is now running main events herself. But anyway, Dan Duva put this on pay-per-view, and they were saying, oh, Bob Arum, Don King, all these guys were saying, pay-per-view would kill the boxing business, right? Yeah, well, they did a 180-degree turn on that, and they've since made millions of shekels, forcing sometimes multiple monthly cards on fans. It's not good. Anyway, TVKL started all, 25 years after the incarnation of a then-monthly pay-per-view series known as TVKL, now HBO pay-per-view. That kicked the series off, I think, with middleweight uh, champion Michael Nunn being handled by James Tony was more than a minor upset for 1995. But the 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 writing was was on the wall. They wanted to charge you to watch boxing. That was what they could do. That's how you're going to watch boxing from their point forward. They were going to charge you to watch it. Network TV moving away. They're seizing the opportunity. They're going to charge you. They can get twenty thousand. Listen, they can get twenty five or thirty thousand or fifty thousand people to watch two guys spit on each other. Okay, so I mean, as far as boxing is concerned, so. They can make money just about any pay-per-view they put up there because it's just you put up the TV screen, you buy the screen, you buy the satellite time, and that's it. You know, after that, it's all money. Anyway, with this form of a boxing marketing so profitable, little by little, the average sport fan, you know, he just got he got washed away, he lost touch. I mean, out of sight, out of mind. As far as boxing was concerned, I mean, without any free exposure on network TV, it just boxing was was dying. So it was. <sighs> You know, I'm on life for life support, mouth to mouth resuscitation. Anyway, Al Heyman, this guy Al Heyman, he's the 800 pound gorilla in the room. I kid you not. So now, in 2015, the boxing establishment, who I spent some time with this week, watches as an elephant that's actually not in their room is bringing boxing to various networks, some major, some startups. But having had eight TV dates in September on network and non-paying cable TV channels, how can these be considered anything? short of a godsend for both the fans and the fighters who are being paid well. How can you say it? Anyway, the bottom line is I'm trying to push Al Heyman and the WBO to get together and work it out. What am I talking about? The only transparent sanctioning body in boxing right now is the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. I would not be hanging with them if they weren't transparent. Believe me, I won't. There's a lot of people throwing money at me as far as 
sanctioning bodies and sponsorship and things like that. And I've, you know, I've had trips uh, that were offered to me to go around the world with other sanctioning bodies. I just turned them down. So they can't do it, man. Don't don't appreciate your ethics. Anyway, don't have a problem with Prom Francisco Bacarcel and, of course, the ethics of the WBO. As I said, the only transparent sanctioning body in the world of boxing, and, of course, the outgoing Association of Boxing Commission's chief, talk about Tim Lukanoff, he said just that. He says, hey, anytime it was brought up, the WBO was the most transparent of any of the sanctioning bodies. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is I think premier boxing champions are, talking about Al Heyman, he should realize such and recognize that he needs to surround himself with an organization led by a man with stellar stature. I'm talking about Francisco Paco Vacarcel. Because at the end of the day, fight fans, the bottom line is the once brilliant minds that encompass the boxing establishment, they milked you boxing fans. They milked you dry for decades. And the minds of many of them are just getting their comeuppance. Come on. Instead of these multimillionaires bitching and moaning about the elephant Al Heyman squeezing them out, I'm talking about Bob Marametal. They should instead take parts of the elephant, elephant's mythology and, you know, and put it to work. I mean, why can't they put their fights on network TV and cable TV and not pay-per-view? Why indeed? Open phone lines coast-to-coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. I mean, think about that just for a second. The 800-pound gorilla in the room was putting fights on TV. Uh, the other promoters have a problem with that. I mean, they saw him, saw it coming. He's signing all these guys up. Why didn't they make a move to sign these guys in advance? They knew he was signing these guys. I mean, if he signed a couple hundred guys, whatever he signed, why didn't the boxing establishment cut this off at the, at the fork and say, we'll sign the guys? You know why? Because they didn't want to match his money. They wouldn't match Al Heyman's money. That's how all these guys got away to Al Heyman, because none of the boxing establishment the promoters, per se, you know, the name promoters, they didn't want to match the money putting forth by Al Heyman. But guess what? When you've got another guy in town and, you know, he's like he's offering a product or, or a service at a better price for somebody. In other words, it's sort of like buying gas. Why would you buy gas at one place where it's uh, $2 a gallon when you walk, and across the street is $3 a gallon? You wouldn't buy it where it's 3 bucks a gallon, right? Same thing goes here in boxing. And I think the same thing applies as far as these promotions are concerned. Had Al Heyman... Uh, not coming to the picture, we'd still all be watching fights on pay-per-view. I mean, and boxing fans, I'm telling you, we haven't really uh, cultivated a whole lot of the boxing fans in this short time that boxing has returned to network. It's been on CBS, it's been on NBC, it's been on ESPN, Al Heyman's had it on Bounce TV, NBC Sports Network, as it was last night. I mean, whoa, Fox, Fox, uh, Fox Sports 1, I, I can keep going. It's like nine or ten different networks, but he's pumping all these networks and supposedly he's buying the airtime going in. He's investing in boxing, whether it's his money or not, whether it's his money or not. It's investors' money, 400 million bucks of it, some from the U.K., some from here in the United States. But if he's investing his money in the game, why didn't most, a man that's almost a billionaire, Bob Aaron, why didn't he invest in the game? Why didn't he try to bring boxing back to network TV? Because he knew if you brought banks boxing back to network TV, it wouldn't be a fringe sport anymore. It just wouldn't. I mean, you'd be showing it to the masses and people would be talking about it. And maybe they want to buy your old phony pay-per-views once in a while. Okay? But now, I just don't know. The elephant's in the room. And, of course, you know, the, the, the boxing establishment, their way to counter the elephant is to sue him. They take him to court. Oh, he's, a, he's violating the Muhammad Ali Act. He's acting as both a promoter and a manager. Yeah, I'm not going to say he isn't. But still, 
According to Bob Arum, and I'm going to bring him in here. Bob, will you testify, please, in this case? Bob will come in. Okay, tell the truth, hold the truth, nothing but truth. Yes, Bob. You sure, Bob? You're not lying today, are you? No. Remember that time you told me you were you're you're telling the truth today, but yesterday you were lying. Anyway, bottom line is, you know, Al Heyman, does he pay fighters too much money? And Bob Arum be sitting there go, tell the truth, Bob. Tell the truth. Does Al Heyman pay the fighters too much money? Quote: He pays them ridiculous purses. End of quote. That to me. Is a is testimony in behalf on be, in behalf of Al Heyman and Premier Boxing Champions. If he's paying these guys uh, ridiculous amounts of money, more power to them and more power to him. Because you know what, this is combat sports. This is not ping pong. This is not badminton. Okay, this is contact sports. You know, there's only a few sports in which you can get your brain rattled and or get hurt. Boxing's one. MMA's another. Hockey's another. Pro football or football's another. And of course, soccer. Okay, but you know. Get that brain rattled around one too many times. Just not cool. Just not cool. So what I'm trying to tell you is this. Think about life before you step off into uh, knocking people like Al Heyman. Because Al Heyman is trying to make guys, I know there's, make them as far as money is concerned, have them made. I mean, I was talking with uh, Joe DeGuardia, of course, star boxing, New York City, a former lawyer, former Golden Glove fighter in New York City, amateur fighter. And he and I were talking about Chris Algieri. You know, Chris Algieri had those, Two fights, one against Manny Pacquiao over in Macau, and then the other one with Amir Khan. And he's made enough money on those two fights, he's set. Doesn't need to fight anymore. He probably could have made enough money off the Mayweather fight, I mean the Mayweather fight, the uh, the Pacquiao fight to retire. But he's set. This is sort of cool. He doesn't need to fight anymore, and I don't understand why he wants to. See, this is a damaging business. That's what fighters just don't understand. They don't get it. Fighters don't get it. I get it. Some fans get it. Not too many get it. They want to see these wars on TV and guys half killing them and this and that, kill themselves. But you don't see them what they look like four to five years, maybe 10 years later. Or when they're rolling around on a wheelchair uh, 15 years afterwards, having leg problems, can't stand up. I mean, Muhammad Ali having all the problems that he had. Of course, he had Parkinson's disease, but he took a lot of punishment, man. A lot of punishment. Good Lord, that was a lot. I mean, and guys have taken lesser punishment and gone crazy. Jerry Quarry. Jerry Quarry. Didn't take the punishment I think Muhammad Ali took in, in the fights like with Ernie Shavers and, of course, Larry Holmes and Muhammad Ali's Ken Norton. Everybody tested that chin of Muhammad Ali's. And, of course, you guess that test that chin long enough, I think the residual effects, well, they're pretty darn ugly. If you think I'm kidding, go to Google right now and look up a picture of Bobby Chacon, the former world featherweight and 130-pound champion, 126, 130-pound champion. Look at him and look at his status right now. Pretty sad. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, we'll talk with Frank Warren, world-class promoter, the Hall of Famer himself. And we'll, we'll hear a minute of Sergey Kovalov uh, probably in the last segment today of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little East Bay soul, Greg Adams, Westmore High, Daly City, California, brings us to the break on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Jump shot. 
sports fans, it's time to take football to a whole new level. Put the excitement back in the game and put your money where your mouth is. Real Vegas odds and incredible player props make MyBookie your best bet this season. Did the game already go off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie offers in-game live betting on all your favorite sporting events. Create your account today. Right now, the baseball playoffs are in full swing. Don't just watch the game. Be a part of it. It's time to get off the sidelines and start winning today. We guarantee fast, convenient payouts over the phone or online. MyBookie is the best website for all of your wagering needs. Call now at 844-900-BETS. Enter promo code USA. That's USA. And receive a 100% bonus. That's 844-900-2387. Or go online to MyBookie.lv to open an account and start winning today. Only the biggest, only the best, only at MyBookie. Sign up today. Filling gaps and cracks around your home is a great way to stop drafts for the coming winter. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what to do with the really big ones right after this. Marrying the right trim and moldings to your siding can do amazing things for the character and curb appeal of your home. And if it's from Royal Building Products, that character will last with minimal maintenance. Royal Cellular PVC Trim Board, decorative moldings, and door and window surrounds help you finish the design statement you started with your siding. They come in a range of styles from understated to ornate with no rotting, warping, or splitting. Learn more at royalbuildingproducts.com. One of the best ways to save energy in your home this winter is by caulking the gaps and cracks around windows and doors. This prevents the transfer of air between heated and unheated spaces so your furnace doesn't have to work so hard. The problem is that caulk alone is only effective in narrow cracks, which are about a quarter inch wide or smaller because it shrinks as it dries. To give the caulk some help in larger gaps, try using a foam backer rod first. These flexible foam tubes are available at building supply stores in several diameters. You simply push them into the gap with a putty knife or painter's tool until they're just below the surface. Then you apply the caulk on top of them. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Tune in to Little R&R on Sports every Saturday morning. There's no other sports show like R&R on Sports anywhere. Commentary, interviews, call-in, and always big fun. It's a Little R&R on Sports, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline USA Network. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Why do you want to fight? Because I can't sing a dance. Little Tower of Power back for the break. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Don't forget, November the 7th, of course, this is Bradley and Rio. So it'll be on HBO. But guess what? NBC Sports Channel's got a fight card as well. That's November 7th, 9 p.m. in the East, 6 o'clock in the West. Uh, Frederick Lawson and Keith Busier in the main event in IBF. Welterweight Lemon, that's 147 pounds. And Walter Castillo and Keita Obara in an IBF Junior Welterweight title eliminator as well. That's 140. So that's NBC Sports Channel, November the 7th, 9 p.m. in the East. Six o'clock, six o'clock in the West. If you don't have pay per view, if you don't have the pay per view, I mean, uh, uh, pay cable and, and, and HBO. This and here's an alternative. You can watch boxing without having to go to the internet and steal a signal. You can watch us on NBC Sports Channel, NBC Sports Network is what it's called. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <clears throat> You're inside looking at the world of boxing. You know, I guess about fifteen or twenty years ago, my next guest. Well, 
he got shot, and it wasn't pretty. It really wasn't. The guy that looked a whole lot like Terry Marsh, the IBF, former jun- IBF junior welterweight champion, shot Frank Warren. Frank Warren survived, and Frank's had his ups and downs. But you know what? Frank is the godfather when it comes to U.K. boxing. I mean, ain't no doubt about it. The king is in the house. No, not Don King, the king of British boxing. Talk about Mr. Frank Warren. Frank, life in the uh, U.K. promoting boxing has been so good for you. Yeah, we, we're having a good time, especially at the moment. The last few years, we've had a hard slog uh, launching our channel, Box Nation. It's the only dedicated boxing channel in the world, and uh, it's going from strength to strength, so we're quite pleased. So, um, yeah, it's all good. Things are good. Six, seven-hour cars. I mean, they're wonderful. I watch them on TV. I, I, get, I fall asleep sometimes during a card, wake up, and the fights are still going. They're marathon cards. They are. We, we normally have quite a few, few, few fights on the card, but um, they do. They go really well, and, um, you know, sometimes it can be exciting. Our show last, uh, last month, when Terry Flanagan won the world title on Liam Smith, I thought it's one of the best shows come out of Britain for many, many years. It was a cracking show, cracking fights, and... Uh, yeah, I think everybody enjoyed it. I've talked about the development of boxing in the United States and how the amateur programming hasn't been developed well and how the U.K. has produced guys like Ricky Burns and Kel Brook and I can go on and on. Okay, Why did the amateur program turn around in, in the United Kingdom? Was there some money behind it? Did you put some money into this? What's going on? No, I think it's changed a bit, but I think what's happened, I mean, the American program, I mean, it's... It's not just happened. It's been a while ago. I mean, you know, you think about the heavyweight, the heavyweight division. You know, the you know the the Americans ruled that for God knows how many years. I don't think since Tyrell Biggs, if you had a gold medal medal winner in an heavyweight division, you go back and think that it's been pretty much European dominated. And I was looking at the WBO ratings today, and there's only two American champions in the WBO. That's uh, uh, Terence Crawford and. Um, Whoever else yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. the other guy in there, but which is I think is quite quite interesting. But you know, your amateur program, everything comes from grassroots level. We all know that that's how boxing develops, and that grassroots level needs to be developed, needs to be you know uh, found. I mean, there's this big talk about you know big guys now playing NFL, playing basketball, but what about the lightweights? You know, what's happened with them? Where are they? Where are all those stars? I mean, I, I find it mystifying that um, uh, you know a country such as the US who had such a brilliant brilliant um, history of developing talent at amateur level where's all that gone box nation it's live in the UK everybody loves it everybody knows over there subscribes it tells me Pedro this is the stuff and it is because I get to watch it on occasion and I love it as well are you expanding that anywhere we're taking it into India next year and we're taking it into into Russia and we're looking at other territories and uh we, uh, and obviously, we, we you know, boxing's changed how people view boxing now. You know, from when I was a kid, it was live fights. It was then um, you go to closed circuit, pay-per-view. Now they watch it on your telephone, you watch it on your tablet, you stream it, you watch it on an app. Um, and it's getting it's how you deliver that to the market. We're looking at that, that method now, how we're taking the product to the customer so they get easy access to it, especially the young market. You know, I don't know what it's like in the States, but kids in, in England now, you know, Whatever they want, they want it now. They don't want to mess around with it. They want to watch it and sometimes want to watch it at their own leisure. And they want to get it quickly and as cheaply as possible. So that what we're trying to do is to get the, get the fights out there, get it, get the volume of business, the volume of trade. And it'll be cheaper than what, obviously, if you get the volume. So that's what our next, uh, our next task is, and that's what we're working on. My son is working on because he runs the business.
when I started radio 32 years ago, it was all about live radio, okay? And now 80% of my audience is over half a million people a week. 80% of it is delayed listening on their yeah. telephones and their tablets. Podcasts and everything yeah. else. Yeah, no, it's the, you know, the whole, uh, but we as a sport have to move with technology. If we don't move with it, then obviously we, 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 we'll sink. So it's a question of taking the sport, adapting to what is there to, to bring it to the people. Because at the end of the day, if people don't watch it or listen to it, you haven't got a sport. Flanagan looked fabulous a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I thought he was in tough, man. He's went out there and smoked Magdaleno. He shocked me. I've got to tell you, I fancied him to win the fight, but I thought he'd be on points. And he, he as you said, he smoked him. He destroyed him. I mean, it was a, it was a quite an emphatic um, arrival on the scene. I mean, he put himself on the way world stage, and uh, he'll be fighting again fairly soon. And we're looking to, uh, to uh, hopefully to get his his profile up and bring him over here. Boxing fans, the great Frank Warren. Thank you, sir. Always fun to be around Frank Warren. Never know exactly what's coming out of his mouth. Sometimes it's politically correct. Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes he gets upset. Sometimes he's sort of he's got different facets to his personality. Very cool dude, <clears throat> for the most part. But I've seen him a couple times when he's been agitated and sort of. <clears throat> it's funny to see people at, at different you know different uh, ends of the emotional spectrum. You know the emotional glee, the emotional loss. Because when these guys lose, when these promoters lose. A lot of them take it personally. I mean, the fighter lost, but a lot of them really take this stuff personally. And sometimes Frank Warren's just one of those guys. WBA 122-pound champion Guillermo Rigano has been stripped of the WBO title. That was earlier this week. Uh, of course, he's got all kinds of managerial issues, but the WBA is going to call him their champion in recess. Okay. Uh, but the bottom line is um, Rigo's going to come back. Looks like he'll be in December the 4th in Ottawa, Canada. Uh, no, no opponent yet. And supposedly James James, get this. James lights out Tony, former middleweight champion. He's also on the card. Yeah, the former heavyweight champion tested positive for steroids. Remember? He beat, like, John Ruiz. He tested positive. What was he thinking? I mean, how's a 160-pound guy going to beat a real heavyweight? Well, James Tony did it, but he did it with the aid of steroids. That's December 4th in uh, Ottawa. Now, this fight at 122, or the real fight at 122, I think it's going to be an all-UK type of thing. I mean, the WBA champion at 122, uh, of course, is Guillermo Rigano. As I said, now he's a champion in recess, but... You know, Scott Quigg and Carl Frampton. I mean, these two guys are like superstars, just superstars in the United Kingdom. And they get it on. They can fight for a uh, WBA title since Rigano's going to fight. You know, one of them's got an IBF title. One's got a WBA title. Let these two guys fight. They could probably, I would say, that could probably mm, come close to fill With the right promotions, it could probably fill Wembley Stadium. With the pro- proper undercard, it could probably fill Wembley Stadium. I mean, not like an American Kale Brook type of uh, event. Uh, but it, it would definitely sell a lot of tickets and maybe make the country stop and take note just for a minute. Anyway, the bottom line is Quig, Frampton, that's a coin toss. Quig is a very, very big dude at 122, and Frampton is a very, very slick fighter and, and punches well at 122, so I don't know how that one would go. Anyway, speaking of guys that are really rugged fighters, guess who I ran to in Vegas? Not in Vegas, but in Orlando, Florida this week? The Crusher himself. With the Crusher, Sergey Kovalev. I used to watch him when he was in four-round fights, knocking people out. Now he's a world champion, best fighter in the WBO. Champ, he had a great year this year. Yeah, hello. You have. Tell me, Adonis Stevens is what? Adonis Stevens is what? He's a piece of... What did you say about him? Remember? Who is Adonis Stevenson? Ah, Adonis Stevenson. You know the guy. Adonis Stevenson. Yeah, I know him. I know him. You want to fight him? Uh, yeah, sure. I want to fight him. Uh, uh, the, the most I would like uh, to get, uh, and I want to get uh, his title. What about Andre Ward? 
Uh, Underworld, he's a great uh, boxer, and uh, I think so. We will meet uh, next year, I hope, but I don't know yet. And uh, uh, working on it. Do you think Andre Ward could take the body punishment? You think Andre Ward could take it down here? When you start hitting him here, you think he'd take that punishment? I don't know. It's like uh, I don't think. Uh, 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 I don't think yet. I didn't think yet about. Uh, uh, Andre Ward fight because my next fight is scheduled uh, for January 30th against uh, John Pascal. You know, it's like it's my focus for this fight, and uh, after this fight, we, I, I'm gonna to think uh, for a new opponent. You know, good luck. Of course, that was Sergey Kovalev looking for forward to maybe uh, Andre Ward. Looks like the Andre Ward fight is going to happen because Jean Pascal, you know, a pretty decent fighter, but he's not going to be Sergey Kovalev. No way, no how. Sort of like. It would be like, a, uh, you know, the Yankees losing to a high school team. Ain't going to happen. I mean, that's how different the talent level is. That's how different the level is. I'm serious. Kovalov is probably on top of his game right now. Andre Ward is going to be the only guy that can really test him. I think he's the only guy that can test Andre Ward at 175. That fight should happen in April of May 2016. I wonder whether that's going to go down. And guess what? That's not involving Al Heyman. Speaking of fights not involving Al Heyman, of course, the WBO this weekend, their convention, of course, in Florida, Orlando, Florida, they cleared the way for a third fight between their featherweight title holder, Roman Rocky Martinez, and former two-time champion Orlando Salido. Of course, Salido and, uh, and Martinez were both at the, at the convention. They were both talking smack against each other. Of course, one's Puerto Rican, the other one's... It's going to make for a good fight. I, really, I think it's going to make for a great fight. These two guys hook it up. I mean, they're going to do it a third time. They haven't gotten a date yet, but they're going to do it a third time. The WBO sort of sanctioned us for a title. More power to them. Of course, the second fight, a little bit shaky, a little, little bit shaky. So we'll see what happens when they hook it up for their uh, third fight, and that's going to go down probably in early 2016. Gennady Golovkin, fresh off uh, that win of knockout of uh, David Lemieux just a fortnight ago, of course, paused by, passed by the gym in Glendale, California, and hooked up with uh, Ronda Rousey for a couple minutes. Ronda's looking pretty lean here. Of course, she's got that fight in a couple of weeks with Holly Holm down there in um, Australia, going down under her and Holly Holm, of course, the main event, and there's another chick main event, uh, co-main event, Jenna Jay, and I can't think of the other girl's name. We'll talk about that in hour number two today on Sports Byline. Of course, the MMA hour is still to come here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. A pound for pound right now, it's hard to not put Johnny Golovkin at the top. Say what you want about it. I mean, everybody will, oh, he hasn't fought anybody. He's fought everybody they put in front of him. Like 34 guys now, 30, what, 32 knockouts, something like that. Come on, man. What what more do you want from a guy? What more do you want? He's knocked out like 20-something straight opponents. All right, all these title fights in a row, like almost, I mean, he's got incredible numbers now, man. Just incredible numbers. And he's not the youngest guy in the world, not the oldest guy either at 31. But I'm telling you, I saw his promoter this week. I'm talking about Mr. K2 himself as far as America's concerned, Tom Loeffler. And he talked about they're going after the um, – the winner of the Canelo Alvarez and Miguel Cotto fight, of course, has November 21st, I believe, in the Garden, the Mecca of Boxing, Madison Square Garden. That'll be for the Linear World Middleweight title. Gennady's got just about every other belt, I believe, and uh, straight up, that's going to be a good one. I'm talking about Canelo and Cotto. Of course, Cotto, long time a junior welterweight, long time a welterweight. Then he sort of squeezed up, made, made his way up to 154. Um, you know, sort of seen his better days, and he's told me in the past, a few years ago, we were together in, in Colombia, and he said to me, you know, Pedro, I'm not, I'm not going into any more death matches, no more cage matches, no more death matches for me. I'm just not into it. I've got a family. You know, I've got to be able to, to, to appreciate them in 15 or 20 years from now. And that's a pretty good way to, 
to take it, okay? But then he can. He did not, I think, expect to upset Sergio Martinez for the World Middleweight Championship. I mean, all in all, he was a big underdog going in there. But when you looked at Martinez, who came into the ring with these two big braces on his legs, in other words, if you sort of bet on uh, on Martinez, once he came in the ring, you saw those polio-like braces on his leg. I mean, braces like uh, like Franklin Delano Roosevelt would wear the the president during World War II when he had leukemia. I mean, those real bad steel braces. That's what he was wearing on not one leg, but both legs. Oh man! Of course, Cody ran over him like a you know like he, like a bug. And Sergio Martinez, of course, says said he's gonna he's gonna be retired. He'll be done now. And I think it's sort of cool. He came from Argentina. Uh, good fighter. I mean, no doubt about it, but you know, right time, right place. He was there and more power to him, but it's time to move on. Gennady Golovkin is the fighter of the day. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt about it. Undefeated Triple G. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. And many of these sports byline affiliates in the upcoming hour, it'll be MMA. We talk mixed martial arts, combat sports, hour number two right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. One segment of boxing still to come right here on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away 
and make it more manageable. That has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Next week, I'll be going into detail on Newman's Gym. That was a boxing gym at 312 Leavenworth in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. It closed about 20 years ago, and it was it was pretty, it was an historic place. All the great fighters came there and trained. They'll talk about the great fighters of the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and even some into the 80s. But the bottom line is we'll talk Newman's Gym, Jack Fisk, Don Stewart, Marvin Moore, all those old characters. We'll talk about Eddie Muller. And Al Corona, they were the writers of the SF Examiner. I'll never forget what Al Corona told me about writing. He told me, he said, son, he goes, you know, you're not the writing type. You're really not. You, you can't write. Because I gave him some, some thing that was all condensed into one page. Because I had this word processor and didn't know how to print on it. All I did was print like one big sentence. I couldn't get it to break off and do paragraphs. So he thought that's the way I was writing. Anyway, the bottom line is he told me I, maybe I should try something else. And then before he died, he came on the show after I won all those boxing awards, those writing awards. Uh, for, you know, writing different articles for, you know, like the Oakland Trib and the Examiner and Essence Magazine. Of course, Flash and Boxing Update. He changed his tune and said, Pedro, I was wrong. Yeah, he was wrong. Right on Al Caron. Anyway, of course, the Godfather will talk about him. Jack Fisk of the SF Chronicle. He was the major writer in town, although Eddie Muller got a little bit more respect from the boxing community. Jack was the national writer, per se, and he was looked up to the Godfather of a boxing writer as a Hall of Fame inductee. He came to the sweat box. It was Newman's Gym. And, of course, a lot of people didn't like him down there, but they respected the hell out of him. They really did. They respected the hell out of the great Jack Fist. We'll talk about that and lots of laughs next week right here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Saturday Boxing Edition. Of course, we'll do that Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, because we come to you twice weekly. Take them back thrice weekly. Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, an hour. Then we go back Sunday for two hours, 11 a.m. Pacific time, hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. Wait, wait, I'm not done. Then I come back on Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific time on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. So we've got all kinds of opportunities to listen to Ring Talk live, delay via uh, iHeartRadio, talk, I mean, you name it. There's a thousand different outlets out there. So you can go to sportsbyline.com and listen anytime you want. But if you go to iHeartRadio.com slash talk, you can take the Ring Talk podcast anywhere you go. This is Ring Talk. Live.